to praise and feedback. Yeah. Be open to the praise and feedback during those honest conversations. In fact, seek it out. We always say, don't ask someone, could I have done something better? Ask someone, what could I have done better? Invite the feedback in. And you can take it or leave it, but just being able to invite it in, you're going to have a different stance. You're going to show up differently. And sometimes it just takes a little bit of feedback and to adjust something a small amount away from something someone else saw. And it takes you to that next level faster than you ever thought. We can't see what's holding us back. If we could, we wouldn't be back. (laughs) We would be where we want to be. But sometimes because we can't see what's holding us back, we're stuck. Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith-Austin and Misty Kerrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you to take action. Hey, 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 I'm Kimberly Smith-Austin, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Made to Inspire podcast. I am here with my awesome and amazing co-host, Misty Kerrigan. Hey, Misty. Hey, Kimberly. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling like all I do is win, win, win. (laughs) No matter what. No matter what. Throw your hands up. (laughs) And stay there. Boom. Listen, guys, we just just listened to that song right before we came into recording. And I am fired up. I'm passionate. I am red, as you can see, for American Heart Month. Are you red? I'm red. You're red. That's right. Love it. We have an amazing show today. If you remember and listened to last week's, we did Iron Sharpens Iron. Yes. And that's getting around amazing people to help you water your seeds of greatness, get to that next level. So we wanted to continue, but we want to take it a step further, which is sharpening each other towards greatness. So it's being purposeful when you're sharpening iron and not just getting around people to feel better, but really intentionally getting around people to help them as they help you. And crazy enough, we were talking earlier and we were setting some goals in another company that we do. And one of the goals, Kimberly's like, well, what do you want to do? And I'm like, maybe this. And then she said, well, if you do X, it helps me. And then I got all excited. I'm like, yeah. I'll do X, I wanna help you. And X was way further up than my initial to help myself. Now that's okay, because there's two different people, right? There's people in the world that love to set the goals and get them, we're one of them, don't get me wrong. But when I see there's a space to serve and help others, I get fired up. So we will sometimes do more for others than we will for ourselves. But the crazy part is when you get around iron, and you start to do more for others and they do more for you, you're gonna do more for yourself. It's a yes. 360 craziness. That's it. Dick Ziegler says, when you help more people in turn, you're going to get the return friends. So I think there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, when we think about iron sharpening, again, I'm just gonna reframe or reset the pace. It's a 21st century skill that basically unlocks wealth creation in all forms, the financial, the physical, the emotional, the spiritual, the intellectual, the organizational. So when you think about this, iron sharpeners 
polish others so they can have the opportunity to grow, to learn, to share, to expand, and really transform. Hearts right here. These hearts we're showing, hearts are encouraged, minds are enlightened, spirits are inspired. When you think about this as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a whatever station you are, business owner, you can help sharpen others simply by knowing the benefits. Two blades rubbing together right here. I always use the analogy of two rocks. They create friction, friction. And that's what's happening when you're sharpening that saw. So never doubt the power of a small group or two people committed together because you can change the world. And mm. it is true, you can change the world. And you start by changing the world by changing your world. That's right. Change your world to change the world. So when we're looking at, wow, I missed you, Kimberly. Yes, I want to find a group of people. I want to get together. I want to at least a, an accountability partner or, or something. Where do I start in making sure that this is going to be iron sharpened irons and not one iron sharp by the other one falls out, but a reciprocal place to help me sharpen my saw while I help others so that I can grow and go. That's right. And we gave that framework last week, Misty, in episode number 68, right? We kind of set the standard of building those relationships and setting the pace and the tone there. But this week, we're going to kind of put a little icing on that cake. Now, once you've established everything from that last week, again, episode 68, I believe, you're now going to look at what's next. And I think when you decide that you want to partner up, that you decide you want to iron, sharpen iron community, you got to do one thing. I think that starts first and foremost, provide clear expectations. Mm. And we just did that a moment ago, talking about some of the goals that on the company we're working with. People need to know where they stand at all times, what's good and what needs to be improved. When you set those expectations early on, there's never a question of what am I doing? How am I doing? Now, there may be a point of clarification, but you mm. set the expectations up front, folks. I believe that's where it all starts, because if I know I am here scheduled to win or I'm the person that's designated for social media, but instead I'm over here picking the garden, I didn't, I didn't meet the expectation. So when you set the expectation, make sure everyone knows what's going on so that each and every person can play their role and you can win at the game. Man, set clarity. It was a partner with a group. All you're really doing is saying, how are we going to show up to support each other? And what does that look like? Now that leads us right to number two, which is when you're engaging and we love the word consistent, mm -hmm. setting consistent <clears throat> opportunities to have conversations around the accountability of what's working, what's not, is you have to have the space to feel safe to have crucial conversations. You've got to be truth tellers. You've got to be able to give each other in a very loving way, but sometimes a hard way, because sometimes as adults, we don't like that fun work feedback. But when you get to a level where you're hungry for it and you want it, it's such an amazing place to be. How can I be better? How can I achieve that faster? What could I have done? Where are my blind spots? Because we don't see our blind spots, but Absolutely. our accountability partners and groups do. But we really want to engage with them in hearing the feedback that they have to tell us 
while we are also brave enough to give them the insights they need to be able to get to the level they want to. Yes, yes, yes. I love this because this reminds me of a course I used to teach probably 20 years ago. And there was two main points that I always talked about. You're in the process of giving feedback or engaging in an honest conversation for the purpose of building accountability. Two things that I think about. Number one, be hard on issues and not on people, soft on people. So what I mean by that is focus on the problem, not the person. You can give someone feedback that's going to fire them up, or maybe it's no one likes to get feedback, honestly, when it's not the good, fluffy, you know, your wonderful stuff. We don't like it. But if you're honest with yourself, this is the time for you to grow. And you may not take it right at that moment, but if you walk away and you ingest what was shared with you, there's a tremendous opportunity for you to grow. Now, I know that in this honest conversation, a couple of things happen. You also have to be willing to listen to the point of growing and don't ghost people. Don't disappear because someone said something you didn't like. Guys, that's life. There are a lot of things that we do well, but there are also things that we need areas of improvement. So don't run because someone said, hey, Misty, hey, Kimberly, you know, this wasn't quite perfect. Guys, I don't want to walk on eggshells. And I tell people in my life all the time, I'm looking for real friends. I don't need people that are going to sugarcoat the yes men that are going to make me feel wonderful. In order for me to grow as a person, I need someone who's going to be able to give the praise, but also give the real feedback. I'm looking for change. And I don't know if I offended you unless you tell me. I'm sorry. That's just being honest. I don't know sometimes because we live, as you said, we can't see those blind spots. And we live in this zone, in this world, thinking we're perfect, thinking we're wonderful until someone is brave enough to tell us. I think it takes courage to really embrace this step right here, that honest conversation. Sometimes your intention can be misperceived. So your intention might be on your heart, but the way that it came out, the other person, and it might be how they just took it. So we want to have that. It's a safe space and just showing up is half the battle. Just showing up, even when you don't want to be there, you'll be so surprised at the things you get out of it yes. and being open to that communication. And I love that you said not ghosting. So now we have, we have set expectations. We have engaged in real honest conversation and what we kind of slid into was we number did, three. We did. <laughs> Was be open to praise and feedback. Yes. Be open to the praise and feedback during those honest conversations. In fact, seek it out. We always say, don't ask someone, could I have done something better? Ask someone, what could I have done better? Invite right. the feedback in. That's and right. you can take it or leave it, but just being able to invite it in, you're going to have a different stance. You're going to show up differently. And sometimes it just takes a little bit of feedback and to adjust something a small amount away from something someone else saw. And it takes you to that next level faster than you ever thought. That's we right. can't see what's holding us back. If we could, we wouldn't be back. <laughs> we would be where we want to be. But right. sometimes because we can't see what's holding us back, we're stuck. And if we're stuck, it's because there's something that is in a blind spot or some behavior or some habit that we continue to do. And sometimes it's a self-belief. Yes. Sometimes it's a self-belief and that feedback from others could just be, I see you and I believe in you. That's right. I love it doesn't that. It doesn't always have to be what you could do better. 
Right. I, I love that. And I always say, you know, a couple of things, praise first, then give feedback. That's always the process. And I think about as a Toastmaster uh, here, one of the things we teach is something called the sandwich method. And it's always bread on top, something good, you know, something to let them know it's good. In the middle is where you give the meat of the feedback. And then you finish it off with some more bread. That way you leave the person walking away from the experience, the encounter, feeling positive about who they are, about what they're doing and the journey they're on. Now, I will also tell you, and I'm not tooting my own horn, but I have won some of the awards because of feedback. Now, I know I come across sometimes a little firm, but it's because I can get deep into the conversation and, and award and really celebrate the person, but saying, hey, here's some areas of growth, but saying it in such a way that it still keeps them feeling built up, where they're feeling their confidence is still high. We're not here to tear anyone down. We want to keep them feeling high so they can forge ahead. They're in accountability with you because they want your feedback. They want to grow. And you know, sometimes we have to be gentle so they can grow. I'll leave it there. <laughs> you, you nailed it. You said, I leave them feeling built up and you don't have to tear down when you're giving some great feedback to help them. That's right. And it always starts off with opening them up to, hey, would you like some feedback? That's right. Are you in a space for some feedback right now? If, if, tell me when you're ready. So it's really setting that up, giving the praise, giving the feedback, and then our top thing that we always say people do not do enough of celebrate and have fun that's right celebrate and have fun even those small milestones can be great milestones to celebrate and a lot of people what they'll do is they'll discount the things that they do oh yeah i was lucky yesterday oh that's nothing but those start to feed into our subconscious and those destroy us they erode so if someone says hey you did a good job all you had to say back is thank you Yes. You don't have to return a compliment. You don't have to discount it. It doesn't mean you're cocky or that you're full of yourself, but you just taking it in and letting it land is subconsciously going to help you build your confidence and even go further. So celebrate, take in compliments and make things fun. No one wants to be around people that are boring or draining. They want to be around a group of people that has energy and fun brings energy. Yes. That's it. I love it. And you know, when you think about it, those are critical things in your journey to success. You can't succeed without someone sharpening that saw. You can't succeed without honest, critical conversations and feedback. It's all a part of the process. You know, we want to make sure it's fun. Everything that you do absolutely matters. So now that we've given you some framing of this whole situation, we want to talk about three action steps that are going to help you go to the next level. Now, the first one is about release. And this <laughs> one's a challenging one because when you're talking about being in accountability, one of the things I think about is we come to the table. We come to the table with our beliefs, whether they're limiting beliefs or self-beliefs and all these experiences that we've had, good, bad, and indifferent. We have to come to this accountability stage at a place where you're looking to release all of that, all of that mm -hmm. negative energy. Because here's the truth. When you hold on to that neg negative energy, you're the prisoner. No one else is. You're the prisoner. And it's time for us to release all of that negative stuff so that you can 
build yourself back up if you've been torn down so that you can see the success in your life. Releasing is freeing. I'll tell you, been there myself and I'm sure Misty has as well. When you hold on, you lose the opportunity to really see the light at the end of that tunnel. Also, I want to add to that, release the BS, release the excuses. If someone gives you some feedback, oh, well, you know, I'm just tired or oh, well, as soon as you push back on the feedback, your brain does something with that. But if you just take it in, then your brain does something else with it. It'll synthesize it. It'll digest it. But as soon as you start to fight it off, we mostly fight it off because our self-value. If our value is high and we want it to get to that next level, we want that feedback. You think athletes at the level of the NFL or NBA, they didn't get feedback? They're at that level because of the feedback they got from their coaches, from their um, trainers. So we want you to be at that level, the highest level you could be at. And you got to release some of that self-doubt and that um, self-belief that uh, sometimes we have with others. Oh, they're just jealous or, oh, they don't. And then you have those nice friends that try to help you, but it really doesn't. Girl, you did great today when you really didn't. Mm-mm. Those aren't great friends. They shouldn't punch you in the face and said you did your worst, right. but they should definitely be there to help you see where you could have done better. Cause you can't do, you can't get to tomorrow where you want to go doing what you did yesterday. Mm-mm. You can't get to tomorrow doing what you did yesterday. That's right. Today is all about reframing second part. You release it and then you reframe what feedback, whatever negative that is. I know so many people hate talking in public and hate feedback. Those are like snakes talking to public and feedback, but feedback and uh, Kimberly refrained this for me. What if you think of it as a gift? What if it's just a small gift to help you take it or leave it, get to your goals faster, reach your dreams, help others with it. Communicating with your, your children, your spouse, your friends, even communicating better is going to open up more opportunities in life. So feedback reframing it to, hey, it's something that someone wants to give me to better me. And if it's coming across a little, uh, take out the tone and just intake what they're trying to give to you. It's a gift to the crappy box. (laughs) That's good. That is so good. And Misty, I'm going to use you as an example. I challenge you to listen to something online the other day. and You go, I don't like his voice. And I go, I get it, Misty. But here's the truth. You can learn something from anyone. Don't focus on the man's voice. Focus on the content, the delivery, the information that you're getting. You know, having raised many children as well as having a 15-year-old in my house right now, a lot of times he sees my, well, parenting as, you're being negative. No, son, I'm telling you, here's the things you need to do to get to that next level. I could probably restate if I had to use a reframe myself. Sometimes (laughs) I can restate. But really thinking about it, this is a gift. I'm giving it to you on this platter here because I truly want to help you become a better version of yourself. Now, here's the truth. Everyone that gives you feedback aren't necessarily on your team. You need to be able to decipher and distinguish who are those folks that are in in your team that are in your corner and truly love and value and want to see you go ahead. There's a lot of people in the background waiting for you to fail waiting for you to fail. And they've got a lot of advice for you. You have to take the time to distinguish who is on your squad before you step forward, but receive the gift and use it. Now, here's the thing I always tell my 30 year old that 
every piece of feedback you get is not necessarily designed to be used right away. Sometimes it's just listening, keeping it in and saying, what applies to me? Again, the deciphering process. Okay, they gave me all of this. What applies to me? Does this make sense for me in my life? Because people are giving you feedback from their vantage point, from their experience. So remember that. I'm sorry, I got a little deep, but I got excited when you talked about that. But all in all, the message is to appreciate the gift because feedback is a gift designed for you. And then number three, which I've already kind of get into is retain, meaning how do you apply it to your life? Again, some stuff is to be applied today. Some stuff, it may be 20 years. You may need to hear something 27 times before <laughs> you actually take it to heart and implement it. How many of you done that? Misty, have someone given you the same advice over and over and over again? You go, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, that's not fair. You're my business partner. And we've been together almost two years. So you know, that's true. I know, <laughs> right? But timing makes a difference, right? Your Ooh. environment makes a difference. There's <laughs> other things, but if you get some quality feedback that can really catapult you to that next level, not only release the pain, reframe, and then retain so that you can skyrocket. And I love, I love what you said. I want to, I want to hit home on that. Just one more time, guys, write this down. If someone is a champion for your dreams, a champion for your greatness, that's a great person to really retain the information from. If someone isn't, that might not be something to personalize, but that doesn't mean you can't get value from it. So it's those, we don't want you to get the feedback with like from a Squidward, a SpongeBob, well, I'm not good enough. That's not what we're saying. We want you to get the feedback like, yes, that's going to help me be better, but also be able to be like, okay, I get it what they're saying. That might not apply now. I'll just put it in my pocket, but I'm not going to wear it like the scarlet letter of that's who I am. Yes. Who you are, you get to define. You yes. define you. I always tell the kids I work with, define yourself before others do. Mm, define yourself it. before others do. And that fits for a lot of adults too. Because if you don't define yourself, then others start to define you in their own lives on how that works. But once you define yourself, that doesn't mean you can't redefine and then redefine yes. and redefine yourself to become the best version of you. And that is, and we said it last week and I'm gonna say it again, passionate people with a purpose are powerful. Yes. Passionate people with a purpose are powerful. And this feedback and this getting around accountability is going to sharpen you so that you could increase your passion, find your purpose, or if you have your purpose, run faster to it and then team up with a group of amazing people and you're all going to be able to support each other to get to the top together, whatever that top looks like for you. That's right. And that top varies for all of us. But what I just heard, and if you are fired up right now, and I hope you are, I, I want you to take this information, utilize it in your life. But here, I want you to do something more than take the information, take a step, take one step forward so that you can begin releasing the power. We know you have passion. We know you have purpose. Now let's tap into the power and join our accountability group. Yep, it's a 12-week accountability group. We are going to have hot seats. We're going to have content and material. We're releasing it right here this month. And we want you. I'm going to be like the army. We want you <laughs> to come and join our group because we are on fire. We're passionate. And we want to help, help you release your passion or better yet, even find it if you're still in that in between space. But if you have a project, 
a goal, something you want to accomplish in 90 days, we want to ask you to come run with us. It's the 90 day run. Let's go. Let's make it happen. And as we say every week, there is something out there waiting for you. Now go get it. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Inspire You. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.